All right, all right, I'm back. Jerry G from HP here on It's Not My Weekend Podcast, episode 45. It's Monday. It's April 25. And I hope you guys had a great weekend. Um... Let me see what's going on. Let me see what, what happened. What happened? I didn't do much. Well, yeah, I worked, dog. Gracias a Dios, right? Uh, um, Friday, I did two shows at the Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood, California. That is considered my home club. Uh, definitely my home favorite club to perform. They show me the most love. You know, they pull out the red carpet for you, truly. You know, they even let me use the executive private bathroom. Ay, ay, ay. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I ran, dude, I had dinner right before the show, and I hate eating when it's too close to the show. Porque sure enough, on the way there, all the bubble guts started kicking in, and I hate going number two before any performance. I don't feel clean anymore. Um, I don't like to, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yeah. So I get there, and I'm like, dude, I'm not using that public bathroom. First of all, it's not the cleanest one I've seen ever. Uh, and second of all, I know y'all got a better bathroom in here somewhere, fool. And please hook it up. Hook it up. So I talked to the owner and he's like, yeah, 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 sure. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's, it's a bathroom right behind his office. So it was cool. Anyway, I appreciate that. Two shows. Uh, Craig Robinson from the office was there. I'm a huge office fan, as you guys know. So, you know, I get a little, I get a little starstruck every time I see uh, Craig Robinson. Or anybody from the office. I've also saw uh, Dave Cockner. I hung out with Dave Cockner one time. He's the guy who plays uh, what's that guy? That one uh, the fool with the dirty jokes on the office. That uh, what the fuck's his name? I'm drawing a blank, man. I haven't seen the office like in a year since they went off Netflix. Uh, ah, fucking drawing a blank right now. And I hate when that happens. You you know the guy, the guy that the the guy that that uh, is on the road. The salesman from on the road, and he comes in just to do dirty jokes with Michael, that Michael fucking loves and adores. That guy, he's the sweetest man in the world, man. I got to perform with him at the Haha a few years ago, and uh, he was giving me advice and just saying how how much he enjoyed my my uh, set and, but just with this like true like kindness, man. The guy, I'm, I'm telling you, do one of the nicest, and everyone I. Tell this to at comedy clubs or places that know him say the same thing that David Cockner is one of like the nicest, sweetest guys in the world, and he really is, man. He really, really is. Uh, he really impressed me how just kind. Like he didn't have to go there or say that. You know, he even brought it up on stage. Like, hey, give it one more time for Jerry Garcia. My God, this guy was. You don't have to do all that. You don't. You know, he just goes there, does his thing, get the fuck out. Like many other famous cele- uh, comics do. But nah, this guy, I'm, I don't know. I just can't. He was great, though. I'd just like to share that with you guys because I know you guys are, are wondering, maybe, maybe wonder stuff like that. Is he really nice? Is he really a good? That's like the questions I get the most, right? When I tell him I know somebody, you know. Uh, anyways, Craig Robinson, too, man. Uh, that's what I was trying to get at. Craig Robinson. Uh, I get a little starstruck with him. Uh, he's a very quiet guy, dude. He likes to just be, uh, he likes to hang out by himself. He's very reserved, fool. Unless you're, like, in his inner circle, he's very chill, bro. Like, you know, basically, no, he's not very approachable, but not in a bad way. He just likes to do, you know, just be on his own. Very quiet, low-key dude. And I respect that, fool. Um, but uh, we got a chance to just... He, again, I, uh, I was up before him, so he was backstage with me. And, uh, you know, we're just chopping it up about, you know, the material I was going to do. He's like... 
he, and he's like, so what, what are you, what you going to talk about? Like, what, what are you working on kind of shit, basically? And, you know, I told him kind of stuff that I'm working on, and he giggled and laughed. He's like, oh, that's good. Yeah, I want to hear that. That's good. But that's pretty much it. It's not like if we fucking had a secret handshake or anything, you know, to, you know, fucking did cheers and with beers and shit like that. Nah, it was just very cool, just a little small talk before. And I, I respect that, dude. It's, it's, you don't have to be all extra or, you know, he just he's just down the middle. For he is what he is. Uh, and I get a little starstruck, so I don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what to talk about. Of course, I want to talk about The Office. You know, that's my go-to. I wish I could just be like, compa, how was it? How's Mike, what's Michael Scott really like? You know, now, now I'm that guy. You know, I'm, I'm the guy that everybody tells me, asks me about, and I'm, I turn into fucking, you know, how, how, what, what is Michael Scott really like, you know? And what's Dwight really like? And, uh, you know, I, I, I want to be that guy, but I can't. I'm not, right? But, uh, but yeah. Uh, and a couple of years ago, we were at a Christmas party with him at, for the comedy club, had a Christmas party, and all the comics were invited. And I had no babysitter, I remember, so I had to take my two boys, the older ones. This was a couple of years ago, so they were like 10 and 11. And uh, they recognized him from other shit, of course, that he does besides The Office and The Office, too. And uh, they were, like, starstruck, and they wanted to meet him, and they wanted to take a picture with him. And I had never, like, really talked to him at that point, at, the, at that time. So I was a little, like, shy, like, uh, fine. Like, man, this will embarrass me in front of my kids right now. I was going to fucking destroy, like, me as a fan of that guy, you know what I'm saying? But, because again, he's very like, not very like, again, to his, to himself, you know, he's not very invite, inviting. But nah, he was super cool with the kids, we took a picture. Oh, in fact, I took all three. Yeah, Nikki was there too. I remember because fucking the, the, the person who took the picture, Tato Pedo, I can't, I forgot who it was. Uh, Todd Larson, another comic. And, uh, I remember talking bad all the way, and I give him my phone to take, hey, take a picture with us. And fucking Craig Robinson is like super tall, fool. I feel like 6'6", six, six, fool. Ta grande el way. 6'7", fool. And so he couldn't get all of us in the fucking frame, fool. Like, he got, he got, uh, picture Craig Robinson, me. Like, I'm right, like, my head's to his shoulders and shit. And then my kids under me. And then Nikki, like, you could see the top of Nikki's forehead, fool. It was hilarious. I felt bad, dog. And because uh, when Nikki saw the picture, he got disappointed. And we only had one shot at it, fool. Like, we didn't take several pictures. We just, thanks, bro. Gracias, way. And then the move, we moved on. Like, all right, kids, let's go, let's go, let's go. Nah, but he was real cool. He was real nice. He was like, of course, man, let's do it. Because I'm not one to really ask for pictures, dog. You know, unless it's like we're friends, homies. I've told you guys this before. I don't like to do all that, fool. Unless I, I, I only like to take pictures with people I really do know. All right? Or obviously, Real big celebrities who I'm fucking super excited like, like Chappelle. Like when I ran into Chappelle and I did a show with Chappelle at the Comedy Store, trust me, I wanted to ask for a picture. I wanted to, but I couldn't do it. Fool, I got nervous. Fucking Raúl Reyes did. He fucking asked, and then I didn't want it to, to turn into like me too. Can I get one too? I didn't. Uh, estaban un poquito lejos también, güey. So it's not like I would have had to run over there and be like, me too, please. And trust me, as much as I wanted, I didn't. And uh, I would like to think that maybe we'll come across again as a, you know, at a show. And that point, maybe we could talk first and hang out for a little bit. Um, I mean, that time he was cool. He was talking to all of us, but like as a group, not like individually. You know, he was talking to me, Jesus, Christian was there, Raul, other comics were there. And he was just talking to all of us in general, bro, but not like fucking privately. And uh, I just couldn't pull the trigger on asking for a pick. But other than that, you know, like, 
I, I like to know that I, I know the person before I take the pick. Does that make sense? I hope you I hope it does. It is yeah. It, yeah, it is. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, that's my little story with her this weekend. I was at the haha with uh, Craig Robinson, really, really funny guy, of course. And uh, I felt good about my set. Two good sets, man. Uh the the haha could be hit and miss. It could be a tough room. You know, it's still Hollywood, guys. And Hollywood could be a, a rough room because a rough place to perform because people's expectations are so high and they get over you real fast and if you're not bringing it, they are quick to get on their phones and be distracted or just shut down and not laugh at all. And also performing outdoors is a little bit tougher, guys. Like I don't like it, but it is it's better than Zoom or anything else right now. And they have a great setup at the Ahaha because it's very intimate, small, cool. It's it's still like sixty to eighty people in there, and they have them seating. The seating is really cool, um, but it's still outside. Full. There's a lot of uh, noise pollution. Yeah, is another term I've learned. Noise pollution. There's helicopters, cars, fucking cops, ambulances, sidewalk conversations. Well, you're on stage, compa, and those are the last things you need. Any type of distractions when you're on stage like that are not good. For people are quick to take their attention elsewhere when this is going on. And and for me, it's key that you listen to my setups for you to understand the punchline. You know, if you don't get the setup, you're not gonna laugh at the punchline, fool. And those are things that concern me when I'm performing outside. Um, on top of that, performing outside laughter doesn't carry right laughter doesn't bounce off the walls and they just go up up into the air right which means you can't hear them as well no se oyen muy bien if people are laughing even if they're close to you they're still outside so it's just the way the you know the sounds are when you're outside all that stuff man all that stuff can really affect your performance full and i i worry about that every time before going on stage outside anywhere it's, you know but so far i've done like six sets at the at the haha outdoors there and i'm pretty much i can say six to six as far as um felt good definitely felt good you know I, i'm just i get a little louder uh i get louder on the mic i i just put my you know my i i my presentations a little bit more up there you know i fucking Put my chest out a little bit longer. Atacar, wait. No, I, I, basically what I'm doing is not giving them an opportunity to get distracted by outside noises. That's my uh, key. That's the key that I try and, and make every time. And, and so far it's worked. With that said, <laughs> no, then the next day, uh, Saturday, we're in Modesto. Also outside shows, two shows. Not only were we dealing with outside pollution, which is not a, it, was, it wasn't too bad because we're actually in like in a little secluded area of the city, but there was train tracks, there was a train, and there was still some traffic that would go by there. Not as much because it was in a very busy street, but it was cold, full, was cold and windy. So now, not only are you outside dealing with noise pollutions and being outside acoustics affecting you, but now you're adding on top of that. Weather and wind and cold, not good. I mean, come on. And then we, I, we, because Jesus was there as well, and we still have to bring it and perform 
to our best and fullest ability, bro. Uh, I'm just trying to tell you guys, because not a lot of you guys uh, understand all this shit, and some of you guys are trying to be comics as well, which I encourage, but just understand that all these factors come into play, bro, and they came into play in Modesto way. And so, but we, again, we had fun. It was two shows. They started early. It was a six o'clock show and an eight o'clock show, which I appreciated very much because it just got colder and colder as the night went on. It got really cold by eight o'clock show. There was no way we could have done a 10 o'clock show anyway. And the six o'clock show was actually really cool because it was bright and people were just, it was a Saturday. So just people were ready to laugh and have a good time. So, hold on. Have you, in, 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 in. ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó? Uh, I'm done setting up the arena, finally. Oh, nice. I'll be right there to check it, it out. Um, it, it, you, you're going to love it. I'm going to love it. All right. I can't wait. I'll see you. I'll be right there. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. He's all up into, he's all into WWE now, dog. And so he has a ring and he has like fucking 20 pinches wrestling dolls that my other kids gave him and so now he's like making creating an arena atmosphere in the room and uh, he wants me to check it out so i'm gonna take a break anyway in a little bit yeah 13 minutes all right in a couple minutes i'll be i'll be taking the break but yeah i like to i like to uh describe these uh events to you guys because we want to know that you guys know that this is what we go through um and uh i'm as it's not complaining. It's just uh, just let you guys know that it's not as easy as it looks. And we do earn that fucking feria, bro. Um, I want to thank all the people who came out to in Modesto way. A lot of American wannabes fans, uh, especially in the first show, the 8 o'clock show. There was about like six, seven of you guys. And a few more, a couple more in the second show. Uh, coming out here asking for Christian and stuff, man. Seeing me and Jesus together is a trip to you guys. And I really appreciate you guys. We got some Patreon listeners. I got the shout-outs here somewhere, but we're going to throw it on the American wannabes. That's where we're going to shout you out, because well, that's where you deserve it, compa. All right? Actually, I didn't write any of the 8 o'clock ones, fool. I'm sorry, man. If you know who you are, please hit me up. Today's Monday. We're going to record American wannabes on Wednesday. So if you listen to this before that, please message me your names that you were there at the Modesto show, because, I, I you know, as you saw, I was standing like merch and talking and taking pictures and hanging out with y'all guys. And la verdad se me olvidó. Too. And there was this one, honey. Oof, nice, honey. I was trying to wrap it, wrap too, but you know. Anyway, please let me know if you were there, Modesto Food. But there was cool little crowds. Uh, not too big, maybe like 50 people at each show, food. But uh, very cool, dog. It was a great setting, too. Nice stage, nice sound. I, the owner of the place was amazing, food. It, it was like a fucking. Uh, a brewery and that fool was just bringing us beer after beer and we just had a really good time uh just tasting different beers and yes i was hung over the next day and hating life for a little bit but i drank a lot of water and i think that made the the hangover not too bad because by noon i was fine the next day uh, but we had a blast we make the best of it more this was a small town as you guys know central california's farming community bunch of little farmers out there paisas and shit and uh, surrounding cities such as Fresno and Visalia and Merced and maybe Bakersfield. Uh, so, you know, people have to drive a f uh, at least an hour to get to these places. So we really appreciate you guys who came out, man. We had some people drive out from Fresno and other places to come see us, dog. So, muchas gracias, cabrón. And we did our best. Well, again, we're still, we're still getting our, the wheels back turning again, dog, because... Uh, I, for myself, Jesus has a lot of new material. I'm very proud of him. He has a lot of uh, new material. Uh, not all of it is, is great yet, but I see where it's going, and it's going to be really good. 
my shit, I'm still transitioning between new and old. So I'm blending. It's a hybrid. Like I'm mixing in the new and the old together because my jokes are a lot, you know, shorter. So it's harder to build a longer resume, longer menu of new jokes. And to be honest with you, I'm not still confident in some of the stuff I'm writing. But, you know, I start off with a good five, ten minutes of new stuff and then and then mixing it in the re- mix it up the next uh, the rest of the time. Um, I hope you guys enjoy that. And uh, of course, I, I have to do 40 minutes. This was only does 20. So I got to work twice as much on stage. No excuses. We both brought it. It was a lot of fun. It was hard to follow Jesus with this fucking energy and all that shit. So um, then I bring it down. Hey, okay, okay, calm. Listen, listen. I got something to tell you. <laughs> now it's just, it's a yin and a yang with him and I, which is one of the reasons I really love performing with him because it just really, really brings two different flavors into a show, dog. And, uh, and we don't work often together no more, dog. We rarely do that, fool. So, uh, you know, Jesus trying to headline as well, man. He's a headliner also. So he's trying to do his thing. And uh, you can't just be opening anymore, fool. He's got to move on to bigger and better things. And that's basically where we're at right now. But every once in a while, we'll, we'll come together still. And uh, hopefully, uh, we get to do that more often. And we hadn't performed together in a long time. So it was really cool to do that. But had a blast. Thanks, everyone. If you're not, dude, I got some dates coming up, bro. Uh Got some dates coming up. Obviously, I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona this weekend. Friday, tickets are still available. A few left, maybe like 15 or 20. Saturday is sold out. The place only holds like 65 people. There. Uh, they might squeeze in 75, but it's not big, food. So Saturday sold out, and they got like 50 tickets sold on Friday already, dog. So please get your tickets soon. And... uh Cause I'll be there Friday and Saturday in Phoenix, and then if you can't make it, I'll be in Sunday. I'll be in Mesa, Arizona. All right, at the Rel- Revelry or something like that. I'll get more info as I as I go. But Friday, Saturday, Phoenix. Saturday sold out. Sunday, Mesa, Arizona. Then after that, May, I'm gonna be doing a run in Texas from May 21 to May 31. Ten days, bro. Eight shows in ten days. Bunch of cities, bunch little towns and cities, dog. And uh, I, I'm going to go through some of them right now. I wrote them down, so I'll go through them. But I don't have all the names of the places yet. Just know the cities. Ahorita me preocupa más la ciudad, wey, because I have to work the logistics of the travel. As far as the place itself, we literally just locked out these days down this weekend and today this morning. So we're still working on the actual place itself once i have the ticket link and the ticket information i'm able to share more information for you guys but i will be coming to texas including dallas bro dallas that's so i'm excited about dallas and uh i'll get more info to you guys after this break all right let's take a quick little break and i'll be back son what up? I got a new sponsor, and it's Quick Repairs, dog. Owned by the homie, close personal friend of mine, Adrian Latios, dog. This homie, I've known this fool for about 15 years, man. Casi maybe more now, dog. Well, and uh, he, I'm very proud of his work. He's the best at fixing phones. He's been fixing phones, fool, since they were flipping, dog, back in 1999. That's the way. Entró fuerte los teléfonos since he was young, fool, and he's the best at it now, dog. He has his own shop in Southgate, California. 9621 California Avenue, fool. Hit him up. That shit's open seven days a week, fool. You can also call him at 562-656-4622. Quick repairs. Look him up on the IG. Quick 
Q-U-I-K underscore repairs underscore on IG. Hit him up. Tell him your boy Jerry Garcia sent you, fool, and he's going to literally legit give you the homie discount, fool. Make it happen. All right, that break lasted a little longer than it should have. Uh, I'm back. It's now Tuesday, April 27, compa. Uh, so last night, uh, after I took the break, I went inside, did my thing with Nikki G, and then um, started watching the Dodger game, and biggest mistake in my life. Horrible, ugly game. And uh, today... I've totally forgot, to be honest with you. I go, oh, shit, it's Tuesday. God damn it. It was a really busy day today. I'll talk a little bit more about it later. But, uh, uh, yes, I, same, same thing. Have started, went, got dinner going with the kids. And then well, I put the game on. And then the game got good. And then, and then the game got really bad. And all of a sudden, Dodgers lose two in a row to the stupid-ass Cincinnati Reds way. Who had lost seven games in a row coming into the series, bro. It's not good right now. It's not looking good. Course, no reason to panic, but it looks ugly. And I hope these fools wake up. Mookie Betts had an awful game today. And uh, Corey Seager also went 0 for 4. Mookie Betts went 0 for 4. Yeah, it's, it's we're not going to win many games with those guys up there, like doing playing like that. So uh, I don't want to talk a lot about Dodgers, dog. I know not everybody gives a shit, but I do. And at this point, it was another ugly night. And then the game ended, ya, ya, ya no tenía ganas de hacer nada, güey. Pero I said, you know what? Me necesita el pueblo. El pueblo ocupa que escuche. It's not my weekend podcast. So um, I'm here. I'm back, man. And yeah, I want to get it. I don't like to fall back too, too much behind because then that becomes a fucking habit. But um, I hope you guys uh, had a pretty cool day other than that. Uh, which we did. Uh, if you follow us on our story on American Wannabes and, my, and follow me. Uh, on Instagram or whatever, I got to hang out with the boys today. Who's hanging out with the with Jesus Sepulveda and Christian Zaragoza, some Rene Vaca, Christian Sosa. Uh, we're out there at uh, All Deaf Latino. All Deaf Latino. Well, obviously, it's an Instagram page. <clears throat> Sorry, social media platform. All Deaf Digital. Uh, All Deaf, as, as you know, as you know, it's a you know, uh, social platform like one of those world star pages and uh, they got mad content going on all the time on youtube and instagrams and all that stuff the tiktoks and now they started an all deaf latino which is one of the homies uh who runs it chris sosa uh he's a comic from houston who was living out here in la for a while and we've hung out and we've done skits together with uh you may have seen them in such skits as ay 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 <laughs> the Super Bowl skit that we did, like how people watch, how guys watch the Super Bowl, which I thought was going to be a lot better than it did. It didn't do very well, but we have fun doing it. And uh, he's been on other skits as well uh, that we've done back in back in the day. And uh, he's a homie. He's been a hustler for a long time. You know, stand up has, you know, not not always treated him so well, but he's very talented in very many other ways. He's producing and writing shit for all deaf. And that's what he's up to right now, dude. So he's running the All Deaf Latino page. And, of course, uh, he reached out to us and asked us if you want to jump on and do a few uh, a few things for uh, for the channel. And we're like, hell yeah, let's do it. So uh, Jesus and I got the chance to do the dad jokes, which will be dropping Cinco de Mayo, and uh, which is next week. And uh, today we went back, uh, today, Tuesday, we went back to shoot some more stuff for them. 
and got to get Christian to come out and play with us for a little while, which is very cool. Uh, we don't get to see that much often. <clears throat> and ran into some homies like Renee Vaca. He's a good friend. I got, you know, if you guys, we, you've heard mention, we do a lot of shows with this cat. Uh, he's a ha-ha regular, runs shows at the ha-ha, and we like to go out. Uh, he's from, uh, he went to UC Merced, University of Merced. So he has a lot of connect, connects up there. So we go up to the Central Valley, Central California, and perform with him every once in a while. So anyways, just it was good. It was good just to hang out. We had a long day out there hanging out, messing around, and uh, got to shoot some funny, sc- funny stuff. And uh, me and Christian competed in La- who is the who is the most Latino as fuck. It's a little game show for YouTube through the All Deaf Digital. Hope you guys check it out. Of course, we're gonna share it. Uh, we shot it today, but I don't know when it's gonna drop. I'm thinking within the next week or two. Uh, and uh, hopefully you guys will get to check it out. So we're just trying to do stuff like that. We're trying to link up with all deaf themselves and have them produce our American Wannabes podcast. So um, it's all in talks. It's all in meetings. We'll see what's up. We're flirting right now. We're just trying to feel each other out, see where it goes. But uh, it'll be cool if we get if we get to get on their uh, platform, and uh, that'll definitely help us out. But uh, other than that, man, I'm sure you guys... I appreciate everything you got. All the listeners, all the feedback, man. I got a little feedback for uh, that uh, that sexathon I had, you know, after getting high. And uh, yeah, a few of you guys got back to me and said, "Yeah, fool, you got coked up, bro. You got accidentally did." And uh, I agree. I think that's what happened. Uh, that's why I shared that part of the story because. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. If not, I wouldn't share that part of the story, you know, of the young lady. Um, but I felt it needed to be said that there was cocaine involved, which I did not take part in myself. I did not, like, willingly. But according to some of you people who know a little bit more than, about coke than I do, mm-hmm. uh, according to your feedback from several of you, yeah, you guys did say... Compa, te metieron el perico, güey. <laughs> so, uh, somehow, yeah, coke got transferred into my system, doc, pretty much. Um, and which is what the reason I lasted so long and just had so much energy all night long. Which, if that's the case, I should have been coked up my whole life. Why wasn't I on this? Uh, I've been around people who do coke all the time. And them being great in bed was never one of the things they would brag about. You know, they would brag about no hangovers. I can drink all night. I can party all night. I can hang out all night. I have a better time. I have more confidence. Well, now that it sounds like that, right? Maybe that that's, includes sex, right? But that's what I would hear from the homies I hang out with. All right? And the ladies... I, first of all, it surprised me that girls did so much coke. I didn't. I had. I had no idea until maybe five years ago, in my mid thirties, I realized, man, women do a lot of coke too. I would hear about some malandrinas and some, you know, ratchets out there doing the coke thing. I I know. I get it. But I didn't. I don't know. It was this much? It's a large amount of females out there doing this thing. 
And uh, it's, um, yeah. But now it makes sense. It's because those things I never really think about, right? Like, <clears throat> si me ponía a pensar, güey, a veces yo, güey, porque a mí siempre me ha afectado las crudas. You know, hangovers has always been something uh, since my 30s. In my 20s, yeah, I would get hungover. I would throw up and get over it. I, you know, I would wake up with a stomachache and get over it. I would wake up with a little headache and get over it in my 20s. But in my 30s, my hangover started getting worse and worse. Like, I was getting headaches for two days, really, really bad headaches, really, really bad nausea, uh, body aches, throwing up, like, bad, fool, bad in my 30s. Like, you know, but then I was also drinking a lot more. I was partying a lot more than in my 20s. Like, in my 20s, I was just doing just the beer thing, this and that. But in my 30s, I started fucking around with the... With the whiskeys and the vodkas and the tequilas and the different types of beers and the dark beers and the light beers and the, all kinds of beers. In my 20s, it was more like Coronas and Bud Lights. Coronas and Bud Lights. Coronas and that's it. I know me quedaba, wey. You know, I would watch other people do other shit, but I was like, nah, I gotta drive. I gotta get home. And I gotta work tomorrow. I gotta wake up early. I was that guy. Or I'm gonna can I wanna keep partying tomorrow. I wanna party tomorrow. So like I got a date tomorrow. Or I got a um, I got this party I wanna go to tomorrow. So, you know, I would just drink that. But now my thirties, being a little bit more in the limelight as well, I'm comedy, the road, more free drinks, more party atmosphere, you know, people sending me shots on stage or after the shows or whatever, or try this shit or try that shit. I was get my. I would blame the 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 headaches, the hangovers on that. Like I would blame it on like, man, me pasé de verga, wey. I drank too much. I mixed it too much. You know, whatever. You know, I would blame it on something always. And I'm older. I'm older, dog. I'm not in my twenties no more. I'm getting hang. I'm getting my hangovers are catching up to me. But now it's like, I just literally have a couple beers, like two, three, four, and being cruda, wey. Me da cruda, wey. All right. So what I was trying to get at is that I was always, I would always like trip out on girls, on women that would drink all the fucking liquor, all the fucking beer, all the nasty, all, all that shit, all the fucking adios motherfuckers and all the fucking whatever those shits are called for all those different mixed drinks, right? And they, just, you know, they would get sloppy, of course, but they were like, from the chicks that I knew or I would run into, like, they would wake up the next day like, I'm thirsty. My mouth is dry. I'm a, hung I'm a little hungover. Or let's go eat because I'm hungover. I need to eat something. Or oh, can I get, I need an ibuprofen. I need a Advil. Advils do nothing for me, talk first of all. And I was like, that's it? That's all you got? You just drank a gallon of vodka last night. And that's all you got, dog? You got fucking vodka. You got some fucking cazadores. Nasty shit. Don Julio. And beer. And that's it? That's all you got? Like, what the fuck? I realized now it makes sense. Now, now I look back at these chicks and I'm like, oh, those bitches were coked up. They were they were doing And it had to be. Like, at least some of the chicks that I, I flash back on because they were real Troopers, real party chicks. But now it's like they're like more now in the open. Like girls, like <clears throat> I'm sorry, I have something in my throat. Um, 
And I was like, hasta te invitan. You know, I've seen TikToks about fucking girls doing coke. About girls like, que se dan el ojo and shit, start winking, and they know that means go, let's go to the bathroom kind of shit. Uh, con a credit card and stuff like that. And now it's like more open, like everything else is. But anyways, it makes sense. Like, all these people are having a good time with coke. I can never do coke, guys. I'm sorry. I, st- I'm, I can't. I just can't. Now, now, less than ever. Because I got kids. It's just too much shit in my goes in my head. Like, it's too late for that. That train has passed for me. Right? And now I got to think about my heart and my cholesterol. Shit is going to affect it, right? The coke is going to affect certain things. You know? But I'm trying to say is that and I've always heard this, you know, I've always seen it on TV, on Narcos and all that shit, that coke is a great drug if used correctly. If you use it right, you know, I, it's a party, it's a party drug. But la gente se pasa de verga, they abuse it, and it leads into more dangerous things, right? But it has its pros, bro. That's another drug that has its pros. And I've always said, man, like, I don't want to get too deep into it, but I almost kind of see like coke as in why not make it legal? And I would like this is the feedback I like to get from you guys one day, if possible. Now, why not make coke legal? I mean, how harmful is this drug for real? Like, it's just as harmful as getting really fucking drunk, as maybe even getting really high. I mean, high doesn't really do shit to you. But I'm saying, like, really drunk is the best, is the best example to use, you know? I, and I, yo, yo, yo no sé muchas cosas that it comes to coke, right? Yo soy un poquito virgen, güey. But yo, from an outsider looking in, looking into this shit. Coke seems to have the same effects as just regular alcohol do. Um, I don't know. It it just boosts your your confidence and stuff, your self esteem, and like alcohol does, you know. I, what I'm trying to tell you is that what is what, why is coke so bad? Besides uh, being that it's a drug, like any other drugs that people take. Uh, what I'm trying to say, if coke wasn't illegal, if coke was legal. How would that affect the narco trafficking? El narco trafico. Right? Hmm. Imagine. Kind of like what we did to the local weed guy and, and you know, the weed business, the illegal weed business. I don't know. I'm, kind of getting, I'm getting a little deeper now. Huh. But I, I don't know. Help me understand. Maybe I should bring, up, bring, bring this up in the American wannabes. Maybe Christian could know a little bit more about this. But. I'm just being naive right now. I kind of sound naive. I feel naive, to be honest with you. But what harm is really Coke doing to people? Besides just getting you more fucked up, I guess, right? To the next level. But then again, 18 shots of tequila could probably do that too. But maybe 18 shots of tequila would just knock you out and make you pass out, right? But a lot, 18 lines of Coke could also make you die. Hmm. Interesting. Um... What I'm trying to say is that people seem to be really enjoying themselves in positive ways. Not in positive ways, but in not even healthy ways. But just, uh, I don't know. People seem to be enjoying themselves on, on, on Coke. And obviously, I'm, I've always been afraid of it. And so I've always stayed away. But 
now that I'm older and I study people and I watch people and I'm around people more, I'm like, I've run into people, right? I've partied with people that just do coke all night and behave and, you know, are well, are fun, are like, there's no threat from these people. Maybe I just, you know, I, am, am I, am I wrong here? Am I wrong here? Uh, there's people who are constantly on cocaine, drinking or whatever, doing harm to the body. I'm sure, of course, but at the same time, who are they hurting? Man, I don't know. I see now. I don't know. Maybe it's the Dodgers are getting to me, but I'm I'm just I'm just trying. I'm on left field. I know I'm on left field right now. I'm, I'm a little like in a weird place right now, trying to make sense of this. But I'm sure there's people that mean on coke who are doing bad things out there, like people who are on alcohol. I'm trying to make them. I'm trying to make them sound like there's kind of an equal balance there, dog, where they're both equally harmful and equally fun that's the kind of point that i'm trying to make here i'm not i'm not sure if i'm getting it across and if so and if so for some weird wacky reason i'm correct then what would happen if we just legalize cocaine and i've heard this argument before this debate with other people about they should just legalize cocaine already um to to erase Narcotraficantes, right? So, uh, drug trafficking, right? Well, it would affect that, right? It would affect all the drug traffickers if we would legalize cocaine, right? Or somehow tax it or uh, what is that called? When supervise it, right? Control it. Quien sabe, we? Quien sabe? I don't know. It sounds crazy. It's weird. I, I've had these conversations with people before in the past because I don't know a lot of the cocaine consumption or business itself i just kind of just listen and i take notes like oh yeah that's crazy that makes points but i don't know if they're right you know i don't know they're just fucking high on coke coked out trying to make me convinced to maybe invest in cocaine i don't know but the point is that i guess i'm like damn dog, that fool actually makes sense dude like that's true like why not like and they give me the old yeah man we should just if they will just legalize cocaine hold this dog <clears throat> Told this stuff. If we just legalize cocaine, they would, they well, like all the Pablo Escobars of the world would go away, dog. You know, I'm like, damn, fool, that's crazy, fool. No, but stuff, damn, yeah, but he's so any like, so I'm gonna get paid for the gig tonight or what the fuck? <laughs> like, I came to your house to perform, fool. <laughs> like, anyways, uh, yeah, fool, it's crazy. It's crazy, but uh, yeah, man, I, I, I would, I would, I would think so, right? I would think there's some sort of. Uh, I would like to hear hear uh, hear feedback about this, por favor. All right, I don't know how I got into that. How did I get into that? The fuck. Basically, what I was trying to say is that I'm realizing that more and more girls are doing cocaine, and I'm okay with it. I'm not against it. Um, they seem fun. I don't know. It's just been oh, I got because of the I got coked out by accident. So yeah, I think I got coked up by accident. And that's where we got, and that's why I shared that part of the story. You know, I I I felt like man, I have to say this because if not, it's not really gonna make sense, and it's gonna sound like a lie, and 
I have to bring up this word. It's an important piece of, of the story. I hate that I'm outing this girl. Obviously, I never said her name or anything, but I hate that I did that. But that's the reason I did. And that's why. Because I thought I, I did get coked out by her somehow. Like, through her mouth, through her... Through the joint that we shared. I don't know. Right? But it was a great time. And the best sex ever. All right? All right, let's take a break and I'll be back. I just got a few announcements, dog, and uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up, dog. We'll wrap it up. It's already Tuesday night, and uh, I was trying to get this out um, by Wednesday morning, the latest. So, fool, let's let's wrap it up, dog. All right, All right I'm back. I'm back. Uh, let's wrap this up, man. I'll make this a quick one. I think we're about 30, 35 right now. Let's go to 40 and wrap it up. Uh, just want to, once again, thank you guys. Uh, I noticed my IG is numbers are going up again. I, uh, more and more followers, so I'll be sharing more of the podcast. The my podcast numbers are going up. Gracias, gracias a ustedes, and uh, let's 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 keep it going, man. Because this is fun, and I enjoy sharing these times with you guys. And uh, see, see, um, it helps me a lot. It helps me just reflect on shit, and then motivates me to do more stuff and to get more interesting out there. And uh, yeah, it's cool. Uh, I got a bunch of shows getting lined up, guys, right now in the works. Um, but for sure, I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona this weekend. I understood that f- Saturday is sold out. Friday tickets are still available. And Sunday tickets in Mesa, Arizona. Mesa, Mesa, Mesa que más aplauda. Mesa que más aplauda. Le mando, le mando a la niña. Come down, please. Caiganle, cabrones. Mesa. That was kind of, it's a Sunday show. Tickets are about f- at half um, sold right now So let's bump it up And I hope to see you guys there If you guys can't make it And you know somebody in the area Or who would like to come on a Sunday Hit them up man Let them know Jerry G is going to be there This Sunday um, Then Cinco de Mayo Just got added to uh, I'm actually going to be headlining The Ha Ha Comedy Club And uh, It's uh, I love performing there I've, I've talked about this many times I think about Talked about this in the beginning Of this episode North Hollywood, California, Lancashire. This club is coming back stronger than ever. They were closed for over a year, so now they're trying to bang out as many shows. And what I'm liking about them right now is that they're bringing just, they're calling in favors right now. They're calling in favors, and all these, you know, A-listers are coming in, including yours truly. Ay, 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 ay. Yeah, so they're just calling the big names, the big guns, and uh, they're asking me to come and headline Cinco de Mayo for them. Really appreciate them. And uh, I want to do my best for them, dog. So I'll be there. Cinco de Mayo right now is one show. If tickets go well, they're going to add a second show. For, so let's get a fucking second show on a Wednesday night at the Haha ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood, right? That would be dope. Um, I know Cinco de Mayo is considered a amateur night. A lot of motherfucking idiots drinking and driving. Please don't. Uh, if you do, please stay away from me uh, as I try and get home to my kids. But, uh Yeah. I'll be there, dog. Let's have some fun, fool. All right? I think less and less people are, are drinking and driving. It's like, you don't really hear that as much anymore. Not with Ubers and fucking lifts around and just people being scared all the time. I, I get it. Don't do it, dog. All right? It's not worth it, fool. Fuck, man. I'm still recovering from my fucking DUI, which I turned three years. I'm turning three years of my DUI this July. I believe it happened July 15th. That day is the day I got arrested three years ago for DUI and three years. So I had three years. I'm three years probation. I got to pay. I've been on that stupid SR22 insurance, which I think at the, after three years, you get fucking stop paying that bullshit. 
Then uh, then I could finally start thinking about upgrading in my car. You know, I got a 2015 Camry right now that, you know, just it's paid off and all that. It's great. But I can't upgrade right now, fool. Not, not, my credit is not the best right now anyway. But I, I have to pay all these high as insurance because of my fucking uh, DUI. And it's just not worth it right now. Fool. It's just not worth paying all that fucking money. But anyway, I'm looking forward to putting that shit behind me. At three years, I can uh, uh, finally say that shit's behind me because I'll be off probation and all that other shit. Um, anyways, that's coming up. Uh, Phoenix this weekend. Cinco de Mayo. Haha ha Comedy Club, North Hollywood. Then I'm going to be, I think I'm off for Mother's Day, fool. I don't remember nothing. Oh, I'm going to be in Pacoima. Pacoima, May 8th. Now, I haven't been making a big fuss about this because, first of all, I'm not sure what kind of show it is going to be. If it's going to be like outdoors, indoors, capacity. I don't know. They just hired me. They hit me up. Hey, man, can you come close it out for this much money? Say yes. Cool. I haven't seen many flyers, but as far as I know, the show's still on. Second thing is that it's Pacoima. Ah, I'm sorry. No, not Pacoima, bro. Pomona. Perdón, way. Pomona. Pomona, way. That's where I'm going to be May 8th. Uh, I'll, get, I'll have more info for you next week on the next episode, right? But Pomona. Uh, I'm concerned. Here's, here's my worry, fool. My worry is that... I'm getting my second vaccine on Thursday. I don't have a show Friday, dog. But on Thursday, I'm getting my second vaccine. And I'm afraid that I'm going to be hurting on Saturday still, fool. Like as far as like getting sick. Not just like sore from my arm, but like actual sick. I'm getting the Moderna way. So I'm a little worried about that. I don't want to like cancel or not show up. Due to my illness, and I hope hope that doesn't happen. But I'm just throwing it out there, fool. But if I don't make it, that's why. But I'll be there. My my plan is to be there, fool. Right? I agreed to be there. I told them I'll be there, and I'm gonna be there, fool. Unless that shit knocks me out. That's the only thing. That's the only way. All right. Other than that, uh, I'm I'm and I'm in the final stages of like inking, putting uh finalizing uh. 10-day run in Texas that will include Alice, Texas, Brownsville, Texas, McAllen, Texas, Austin, Texas, Georgetown, Texas, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, where else? Where else? Where else? Where else? Where else? Where else? There's a couple others. Oh, Dallas, Texas. And Dallas-Fort Worth area. Okay. More like about four or five of those dates are locked down for sure, and there's still like three pending. That's why I haven't exactly told you where and the flyers are out yet because those still waiting for those three. Because you know, I want all those to be finalized or not finalized to figure out which ones are in for sure. Okay, but it looks like I am coming to Dallas, I am coming to to um San Antonio. And the SGV, the San, no, not the Sanger, but the SGV, whatever, El Valle, way, allá abajo, way. All right? All right. That's enough, dog. That's enough. I gotta go. Guys, you guys are the best. Please keep watching. It's not my weekend. Uh, HBO Max, let people, let motherfuckers know, bro. Look, man, I don't wanna flex on y'all motherfuckers, fool. 
and I think I've said it before anyway, but HBO has called me and they've told me that my special is doing great. It's doing great numbers. It's getting the most views from those um, age 30 minute HBO specials they've been dropping. The Latino ones um, that my special has the most views by far. And I can't thank you guys enough for that, y'all. All right. I appreciate you guys. They called me up like twice already and they've told me, hey, man, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because people are watching this shit and a lot of people are watching this shit. And we thank you for that and blah, blah, blah. I don't get paid more for reviews. I don't. All right. I wish. I'm being honest with you guys. I already got my flat rate. I already got my money. That money's fucking long gone. But it's it's a beautiful thing to let motherfuckers know that, hey, this was on top of the heat. And that's what's going to open up more doors, more opportunities. And, of course, my wish is to have a one-hour special on Netflix or even HBO. And the way to get that is through the, that. If there's interest and there's a demand... That's the only way, fool. All right? So those of you who are watching it, gracias. Tag me so I could share it because I tag HBO Max. I tag those motherfuckers every time somebody um, tags me watching the special. And, um, and, and in fact, hashtag or tag HBO Max when you do it. Por favor, it would be even great if it comes directly from you guys. Keep doing that, por favor. Let motherfuckers know about it. Let Just let people know about it. Hey, man, there's this fucking funny dude, this funny special that I saw. Check it out, fool. It's only 30 minutes, dog. I get to the point. I'm at it. I'm in and out. 30 minutes, bro. 30 minutes special, fool. All right? So I get it because uh, some hour specials are hard to get through, fool. Trust me. I know. All right? But uh, please, uh, I really appreciate you guys, man. That's all, that's all I can ask for, man. All right? And I'll see you guys this weekend in Phoenix, Arizona. See those get away. Queens and Yang Wei, and I love you guys. All right, I'm out. Late.